Yeah, we should just do it. Let's just do it. We're doing We're it. We're doing it. Last first episode. Oh my god. No. Uh-huh. Unacceptable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I dare you to not yawn before every impossible. We record. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Things are happening every day. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That'll make like it. it again. Is now. that what we're going to put at the beginning? Please, no, God. You're no, you're not recording yet, are you? Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, God. Let me do one more yawn. Welcome to Matter of Fat, a body positive podcast with Midwest sensibilities. Hi, I'm Kat Palavoda, a local fat feminist and shop owner who is pro-abortion. I'm joined by my co-host and producer, Saraya Bogani. Hi, I'm Saraya. I'm a fat multiracial Minneapolitan millennial who is just doing their dang best, you know? On Matter of Fat, we're here to talk about the cultural politics of fat liberation with a Midwest perspective. And we're back with our first Fat Dish episode of Season 5. That's right, we're here! Our Fat Dish episodes are usually interspersed between interview episodes and are really just full of us dishing, chatting about our podcast, our lives, what we've been watching, and of course, diving into fat topics and issues that we want to discuss. Mm -hmm. We hope you've enjoyed our Matter of Fat Consider series that kicked off our season and now it's just nice to be back into the thick of it our normal groove uh yeah and wow do we have a lot to catch up on uh first up let's dish about matter of fat let's do it okay okay so I, I mentioned it a little bit ago but like we had a silly goofy project and matter of fact considers we really did what uh like weird and fun start to the season <laughs> and also like full transparency we had recorded those like in november before <laughs> yeah but you know i think it was a good way to bring some of that same evergreen energy about criminal minds <laughs> into the next season. The continuity is strong. I'm, we kicked it off well. I'm quite curious, like, who watched them, who didn't. And, like, we're not mad if you didn't. Like, did I say watch TV on the brain? You did. I was curious. <laughs> Do you think, like, we can... We confused people enough into watching the shows. That, that is actually not what I was seeing. Although, who did I talk to? Oh, my coworker Alejandra, who had like talked about the possibility of like getting into Jane the Virgin, and I was like, mm-hmm, you got to listen to our episode. Maybe you'll be into it. That so perhaps we will move some minds and cre- create fans of these shows that have been out for several years that no one needs to be hyping but here we are real important influencing happening <laughs> on this podcast i i want to know and i think the people want to know did you did you watch gossip girl i regret to inform you that i have <laughs> not watched gossip girl we're not to the personal dish part yet but we will get I there know. soon and i've just had a little less free time lately so my media consumption generally has just been like way down it didn't make the cut nope it didn't make the not cut yet, like 911 but- like swat <laughs> 
But it's still on the list. Okay, okay. I, sorry, we gotta tell people. So I had teased the, the final matter of fact considers was the show Frasier, which I have watched as I've fallen asleep for like the last five years, probably almost six years now. And um, I made a joke about like, well, everyone knows what's next or whatever. At be, you know what TV on show? Yeah, so what TV show do you associate me with? And Soraya Bogani dragged me and was like, <laughs> SWAT nine one one SVU. FBI, blind spot, like all of the every single <laughs> stupid copaganda show. Friends. Oh God, friends. <laughs> the, the not great shows that I continue to watch. Um, but no, put some respect on my name. Frazier. <laughs> I cannot believe you just <laughs> and it's recorded in perpetuity. I do maintain that. I think we should just end the season. I think Jen, that's all we need. <laughs> I, hey, I maintain Frasier is some good comedy, but it, it, I also like as I think we probably discussed in those matter of fact consider episodes, like I'm I don't think I have the most I like what I like and I don't think I like have a a very um elevated sense of like I, what I don't know what I'm trying to say here you know what I mean like I'm just I not amen I think we leave it I like what I like I don't think yeah I, I feel like for a long time in my life I was trying to find a certain like elevation mm-hmm. of what I liked and yeah that led me into some interesting things and um, some of my favorite things certainly but I'm at that point in my life where it's like mm, I don't know. I like what I like. I don't need it to be highbrow. I don't need to learn something every time I watch something. Um, most of my consumption is escapist. So <laughs> at this point, yeah. at this reality that we live in. So well, yeah, I appreciate that perspective. And I'm going to, yes, let's leave it at that. We like what we uh-huh. like. And we shared some of those silly, goofy shows with y'all in that little series we did to start off the season. We hope you enjoyed it. We really did. And if you didn't, we're back to regularly scheduled programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. The rest of the season will be more of what you've come to expect from us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else is on the matter of fat dish radar? Well, we took a big old break. <laughs> right? I mean, we took a <laughs> yeah, long break. And we really were like on a break. We did not do work for so many months. <laughs> it was awesome. But we hung out. Yeah, we did. That counts, right? We what? We hung out. That counts as working we on the podcast a little bit. A lot. I almost gave you COVID once when we hung you, out. So <laughs> can we tell the full story? You think? <laughs> I mean, we can. It's like funny now because you didn't get COVID. It's not too soon at this point. No. Yeah. I didn't get COVID. Actually, I mean, I'm not aware of having gotten COVID yet at this point, yeah. which is wild. Um but in the event that we are referencing, uh, yeah, we spent. New- it was New Year's Eve Eve, a tradition, which has become a tradition. Yes, for us to spend time together. So Kat came over to my house, and I made some delicious food, oh, and we so good. We're laughing it was and a great time. drinking champagne, yeah. and and it was great. It was, it was so just great. so fun because at that point, I still wasn't like hanging out with people no it felt so fun and festive and like to keep our little new year's eve eve tradition alive we even did a little facebook live where we unpacked one of my universal yums holiday boxes together just picture this (laughs) sitting side by side together for hours and yeah (laughs) gabbing laughing laughing each other's faces flying (laughs) 
okay, <laughs> oh, I know really. what you're calling me. But like flying. in the way that when you eat, you know what I mean? It's not like we were like, you know, <laughs> on separate areas of the room. We were like next to each other. We were sitting next to each other. Yeah, yeah we were chatting. We were having the best time. Mm-hmm. And then Kat, I mean, both of us at that time had been pretty considerate to be like getting regularly tested, but you especially because of work yeah, and being and, in close proximity to the and others. I have been, I went to Wisconsin for, well, Iowa and then Wisconsin, saw the fam in different places um, the weekend before. And I had got a test before I left, of course. And then when I got home, I felt fine, but I was like, well, that's what you do, right? Like after you travel mm-hmm. or whatever, you get a test. And I wasn't... Um, I, I had no, I, I was sure that it would not be positive. Uh, it was truly just like, oh, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, no, no. So after well, our meal, after we, we spent felt, hours. We felt really solid. I didn't even ask what so the good. results no, were. I didn't, I wasn't worried. Um, and then that little iPhone went ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> we got a winner. No, you went out to let Bogey out. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll just look at my email. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, no. Yeah. And then Saraya comes back in from letting the dog out, and I'm like, huh, panic. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then. Bless, bless your heart. <laughs> you put your mask on and you say, open the windows <laughs> in December after spending hours together. Hours together. I was like, babe, that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So this whole experience, yeah, was a reminder to me that I have no freaking clue how any of this stuff works. Like, I felt like I had spent so much time watching things, reading things, trying to understand like how to protect myself, how to protect others. And at the end of the day, like I just, I I clearly know nothing. You know what I mean? Like I, Mm -hmm. I don't think I gave COVID to anyone. And if, and I should have given it to a lot of people. I still don't have, don't have any idea where I got COVID. Like it must've been on my like Wisconsin, Iowa travels, but none of my family members had COVID. So like, was it at the gas station when I was getting a soda with my mask on for two minutes? Like, how did this even happen? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you, and I think I really, I spent a lot of time while I was like in a brain fog quarantining, trying to like figure it out. And I just had to come to terms with the fact that like, I'm not gonna totally know. And that just has to be okay because, it's just it is it is what it was you know yeah there's so many realities of what covid means to every person at this point and i i think like us telling us the story is not to make light of the very real and harmful impact it has had on everyone i would say at this point um and also it was almost a relief for me when when like i was with you because it had been so long where it's like just not wanting to get it and trying to do everything possible. And then it's like, oh, you might have it. And it's like, well, it's not a relief to have it, but just to realize like, oh, instead of fighting against not getting it for so long, it's like, well, now I can just try and react to this. Yeah. Um, It's a weird place to be, but it's, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. I don't want to say like a relief as in like, oh, everything's fine. It wasn't fine. Luckily, I didn't get it. Um. But it's just such a weird, weird situation. And so that's all to say that (laughs) we are still deep in this pandemic. Um, Many years going on. I think that's one of the things when I listen back to our previous episodes, like how naive we were. Oh, my gosh. I recently um, was, you know, I'm always trying to like listen to find business podcasts I like and I hate so many of them. And I was really I was deep (laughs) back in like on someone's feed you know and it was i i didn't realize like when it was dated but i'm listening to it and this person is just like oh you know covid it's just like the flu it's just blah 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 and i was like 
oh my god what is this and then I look and it was like some some March 2020 stuff and I was thinking like oh man this is where people were at that time you know but I think for us it is just like weird and hard to listen to you know the beginning of season three when we like just like learned how to record remotely because we didn't feel comfortable going to the station anymore um Uh and to think that like oh we're like starting season five now and it's still it's not the same but there are still so many unresolved worries and issues because of this global pandemic that we're still working through you know absolutely and like this is we're setting an interesting tone for this episode of the season right now. Even my intro was like, I'm just trying to do my best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, But I think that is just like so much of what we're contending with at mm-hmm. every point. And to not talk about it feels disingenuous. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So Which so like that happened. It, that did happen. And also like, Again, I'm going to come back to this tone concept because this is our final season, which weird That's, and yeah. good yeah. and interesting in the most Midwestern well, sense, I guess. Do we want to like talk about why we've decided this is our last season? Keep them guessing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we should probably talk about it. <laughs> I mean, okay. But like if we're dishing about <laughs> the pot. We can pie. come up with different stories every, every episode so that people truly don't know. It's like Z-Way. Z-Way won't tell anybody how old she is. <laughs> she always just says, I'm a baby, goo goo gaga. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. We should talk about it. Yeah, so this is our final season um and it feels good to be able to like set that intention and name that as we go into the season instead of an afterthought of like oh yeah well we just don't want to do this again next time you know like I'm happy that we can spend this season really reflecting on and celebrating the things we've been able to do together and the people we've been able to talk to um so that was important to me to be able to like know going into the season which one would be our last It's hard because when I think about like the podcasts that have really followed me along my life, they just keep going on forever and ever. That being said, like this project has been so different from any of the podcasts that I regularly listen to. It's been a hobby, like a passion project in a era where I feel like that doesn't exist for a lot of people. Um, And it's so fun to think about, yeah, like closing the chapter. Five seasons is no small feat. No. And wanting to do it well, wanting to do it while we're having fun and like still celebrating friendship and fat liberation and doing right by it as best as we can just feels really gratifying. Yes. And and ending things while they're still fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I was worried about that. <laughs> that happening oh. but it's nice to have control over it. No, that's it. something I think about. It's like, well, it's, I've, I'm sure I've told you this before. Sorry, I probably talked on the podcast before. Jane Krenz, the supervisor at one of my first jobs, um, we, were, we were working with kids and she would always say like when you do a game, when you're playing games and you're doing something like make sure you stop while it's still a good time um, and then like everyone stays happy and is excited for like the opportunity to do something like that in the future, you know? Mm, um, mm-hmm. Which like I think as as an adult in work life, I there's like that speaks to like not being burnt out on things like, you know, like, let's end this while it still feels so good um, and mm-hmm. keep those like memories and that um, I don't know, the space we created, like so lovely and beautiful and not like I never want this to feel like a burden or like um, it's like like the ship has sailed or like we have, you know, like we're over it while we're still in it. Yeah. 
I guess like in my work, so I'm a coach or I was a coach and mm, we'll tease you right there for you. Well, Easter egg. <laughs> sort of. Um, no, but part of it is like, okay, if you're bored, then the person you're coaching is probably feeling bored. Oh, or if yep. you hear them being, <laughs> you know, resistant or uh, aloof or whatever, then that's probably accurate. And so that I think that's true because it's not just us, Kat. It's, you know, you, our listener, and the community that's a part of this too. Yeah. This is, yeah. So we want it to feel good and comforting and like friendship, which is the bedrock of this. Oh, my God. I'm going to get so sappy if we keep letting me talk. I know. So I just want to add one thing, which is okay. like we – and I hope this is appropriate to share. And feel free to delete this, Soraya, if you don't think this is like stuff that we should share um, outward facing. The power. Mm-hmm. You do. Um, but we've been – this has been a topic of conversation for several seasons, for several years. Like when will this project come to an end? Um, and we have, have had lots of really honest conversations. But there was one time we were talking about how like our friendship is so important to us. And like we we talked about like, well, at some point when the podcast ends, like we as friends should still just like keep a weekly time where we meet up or we FaceTime or we see each other because – you know, this project has afforded us the ability to prioritize, you know, once or twice or three times a week, like interaction with each other around matter of fat work. And for Mm -hmm. me, it was really when we had that aha of like, oh, we can just like put each other on the calendar, even if we're not doing a podcast, like we can just like talk to each other every week or like, you know, have some kind of like, on the calendar time together outside of this project that made me think, okay, whenever this comes to an end, like I'll be ready because I know I still have you. Yeah. Uh, okay. To add on to that, we got dinner last night yeah. and it was magical, but I had the realization that our friendship is just so much deeper because of this project. Mm-hmm. Like having to make creative decisions, having to hear the other person's perspective and come to a compromise or um, just, I think, going into every every situation wanting to build the other person up mm-hmm. has just leveled up our friendship yeah. in a way that, you know, you don't get if you don't work on projects with others or like you don't have that consistent shared goal with another person. And so I don't know. It's special. This whole thing is special. And so I'm really excited that we get to do right by closing it out in a special way this season. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Hmm. Well, okay, we've done enough teasing. What about this personal dish, Cat? What what ha- why can't you watch Gossip Girl, Cat? Well, okay. Um <laughs> get into it. Yeah, so um I just I think the biggest development in my life, I mean, think about it, we haven't like dished like this since November of 2021. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fell in love, y'all. Um oh! And it's a oh. big deal and it's just the best thing ever. And yeah, I, um, uh, I, maybe I talked about this in the pod. I think I did. I basically took 2021 off of dating because dating during a pandemic felt like a lot. And I just was in this cycle in 2020 of like being lonely, getting on dating apps, being like, this is not doable. It's a freaking pandemic. And then getting off mm-hmm. the dating apps and then being lonely again and thinking, Oh cat, if you just like, would have stayed on these apps six weeks ago, you know, put the work in that it w- and I was really like beating myself up a lot about it. And it was like, okay, this is not a healthy cycle. So I decided in 2021 to just not date. And then part of that was the thought of like, okay, well in 2022, you know, at the beginning of 2021, I'm thinking 2022 pandemic will be so much more manageable. 
eye roll. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, but <laughs> that, so that was what I set out for myself. But then um, a couple of things happened. And one of them, as we mentioned, I got COVID. And so I felt like, oh, I'm probably the most like immune protected I'll be for a while. Um, and that among a couple other things made me think like, okay, I really am going to get myself back out there. And I read a book, um, I guess I'm jumping ahead to media Rex, but I read this book called how to not die alone. <laughs> it was a very nice. clickbaity <laughs> title, but in a very like marriage and baby track kind of focus, which is not, was not my intended focus. Um, but I found the book to be really helpful. Anyway, got in the right headspace, did my thing, got on the dating apps And this is like very early January and it was fine. And I was having a fine time and I do the thing, my main dating. Well, people often ask like, what are your dating app recommendations? Um, My main recommendation is to pay for Tinder gold. So you can be swiping in people who've already swiped on you. It is great for your confidence and a a strategic plan. Uh, You know, it's like just strategy. You're wasting less time. So I was doing that. I was having a fine time. But like the, had this realization of was this like as fun as I want it to be, you know, like what would mm-hmm. be fun and just like being really honest with myself. Well, like it'd be fun to go on a date with someone that I like, like who do I have a crush on, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then long story short, I just like slid in the DMs of someone who I had had a crush on for quite a while yes. in a very slow burn way. Um, yeah. And they said, yeah, I'd like to go on a date with you. And so we went for a walk around Lake Nokomis on the coldest day. I mean, like I came outside for the date and then I had to like go back inside to put another layer of pants on cold. Like it was a very cold day. <laughs> what a Midwestern I moment. Know. What a love like, story. Sorry, going to be late. Need to put another layer on. Like I w- it was so cold. <laughs> you know, it's real when someone wants to deal with the coldest yeah. day in a Minnesota winter. Yeah, and actually, when we, like, giggled about this and reflected on it, Nino is like, yeah, my legs were, like, I couldn't feel my legs that day after we... My heart was so warm and full. Right, yeah. (laughs) So we did that. And then, I don't know, like, the rest is history, y'all. It's been, like, five, six months-ish. And I just, I mean, like, I... uh, It feels like anything I say is very cliche, but, like... My heart has been opened in ways I never knew it could be. And I've never been this happy. It was like all so honest and like actually like that's where I'm at. This is just like the best relationship I've ever been in. Um, Mm. Yeah. And so my boyfriend's name is Nino and the pronouns are they, them. And I just love them so much. And they are the best partner. And also as we record this, they've just been like on vacation for several, like almost two weeks. And I just like miss them a lot. So maybe you're getting a little more sap than normal. But no, Soraya. I don't think so. I think I can attest that this is is accurate. Consistent level level of gushing. Like, oh. Which actually isn't that much for someone to be head over heels in love and like someone who is so besotted with like romance novels yeah i think this is an appropriate amount okay of yeah love share. it just feels so. like i just like i the feeling i've just i don't know i've like never felt like this before it's so great and i just i want to just like be in this you know and like live my little love story and actually you know <laughs> what <laughs> what you giggling like courtney kardashian <laughs> Live your fairy tale, cat. Oh my god! Live your okay, fairy I tale. promise you, Nino and I are not making out in public like Courtney and Travis are. Don't worry, like that is yes. no, we, that is not the yes. level of. 
<laughs> We're not sitting on each other's laps in public. No. Mm. <laughs> Just because it's been cold. I guess it's summer now. It's summer so now. We, no, we're too sweaty for that. We're not doing that. No. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But also what's really what like is a, a, a just the one of the best pieces of all of this, you know, I've wanted like fat power couple status for a long time <laughs> and like achieved, achieved. We are the hottest fat couple. Oh, it's just like. Yeah, that is just uh, an extra bonus to this incredible relationship. You, so you should tell the people about your tweet that you really loved a few months back about the community you've built around yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, this has been, you know, in the making for so long, but I just I'm reminded often how for some fat people like there's you're out there on your own. There's not a lot of other fat people in your family or in your friend group or in your workplace or in your relationships, you know? And the life I have is just so nearly exclusively fat. Like I create this podcast with like a fat bestie, you, Soraya. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I work oh, me? Me? You. <laughs> I own a shop where I interact almost exclusively with fat customers and have only fat staff. I am dating another fat person. I have so many fat close friends. And even in my family, while like I don't think they're the most fat liberation minded, there are fat people in my family. And that feels lucky, too. Um, I just like have fat people around me all the time. And it is the absolute best life. Yeah. And that's that. What else is contributing to your quality of life, would you say? Oh, I feel like this is a (laughs) lead-in. What? (laughs) What? No. Segway? By Soraya? Dear listener, last year, Soraya paved the way with therapy and medication. And this year, (laughs) I have followed suit. Let me tell you, Lexapro makes life easier Ooh, I um, made the decision to get on some anti-anxiety meds earlier in the year. It just felt like it had become kind of an imperative. Like, um, for me, what was so interesting is that I think I experienced anxiety, like, not, not exclusively, but almost completely, like, in my body. Like, tight chest, lump in my throat, fast beating heart, tingly arms, like all these things that I had worried like were heart issues. They're not. I've had so many EKGs and this has been happening since college actually, but um, Mm. in my mind never felt so overwhelming. Something about the pandemic and this year and also actually my doctor reminded me, you know, anxiety for some folks is heightened after they have COVID. So while I had Mm. a pretty easy time with COVID, like um, I had my COVID symptoms were literally 14 days of a, a bad headache. And that was it, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But knowing that like long COVID can strike in lots of weird ways. And I think maybe this is part of it for me. Anyway, I had a bit of a breaking point this spring where I was like, I like this is I my body can't function like this. Like I need something else. I need something to help this. Um, and so I started going to therapy, which has been really good. And yeah, I started meds and just like it was. Because my um, anxiety is such a physical thing, like the meds started working in like three days. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what it's like to not feel tightness <laughs> in my chest. What? Like it was just the most incredible thing. Um, and, you know, things have kind of ebbed and flowed since then. And like um, perhaps like I'll change my dosage or this or that. But like long story short, gosh, like 
if you if anyone needed to be an advocate of meds let me be the also join the bandwagon like it has just been really really nice so that's been absolutely leading to um contributing to my quality of life oh i'm so i'm so glad because i feel like i have been a proponent of like mental health support and i took i mean antidepressants in college but that was before my brain chemistry had really solidified and so i think they impacted me in a different way but like i feel like i'm late to the party like people many of my close friends have been going to therapists or psychiatrists and like figuring this out for a long time and i feel like you know a lot of my anxiety was really getting in the way of like trying to figure it out in the first place and Mm -hmm. just feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. so i'm just like (laughs) so glad that one I did it because it's helping me a whole lot too yeah and then two the, just to know that like you know us talking candidly about it could it put you in a position to want to figure it out as yeah. well I so appreciate that so rad. yeah I mean mm-hmm. similarly like a lot of people around me um are on meds and or in therapy but I just really appreciated last year you sharing so openly about your experiences with that on our podcast and you know with me in a friendship capacity yeah, it mm-hmm. absolutely helped me. Yeah, it's a good thing. I just remember being shook to my core when I was like describing my life and my, and I know you know this, but like my therapist is like, that sounds really hard. <laughs> it's like, you're like gutted, like, like excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you my day. <laughs> like, what do you mean that sounds hard? She's like, yeah. well, does it, does it all have to be like that, you think? <laughs> She's like, what the hell? Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. There's another way to live life? like what yeah yeah it it shattered me and I think that's what's so good about therapy or even just like I don't know you do coaching with Shannon and and for a while it's just so helpful to have other people provide other perspectives for you to just like consider yeah consider the opposite narrative consider different ways yeah of living especially if they help you yeah exist in this hellscape that we live in and I think something so unique about a therapy or coaching relationship while they're different different relationships yeah um, one thing that they do have in common is that like this person is there for you and I think like Mm -hmm. in a way that's different than a friendship capacity you know like with friends of course we can lean on each other but to have like oh for an hour like we're just here to talk about my shit with this person that I'm like paying to do so is incredible um and something that I find Mm -hmm. you just really really valuable Mm-hmm. A little more objective, yeah. too, which is nice. Yeah. But okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm trying to think what else. Um, cake life has been, I don't know, a lot. Like we closed, we closed again and we opened again. I hired people last fall. I think I probably spoke about that. My team is just so awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And also business just continues to be a real struggle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm continuing to like come to grips with, um, you know, my plans having to change and change again and modify. And and I think a lot of that for me culminated around my birthday. I turned 35 in April. And... Yeah, just thinking about like, okay, I had a, in my head, I had a lot of like goals and plans, like, um, like with a kind of timeline of like 35, like, cause I opened cake when I was 30. And so this time from 30 to 35, I had so much that I wanted to happen. Um, some did much did not. And so now I'm thinking like, okay, 35 to 40, like what I want that to look like and how can I make plans and like allow myself to dream in ways that are a little more open than what I where I and, and also like informed by what I've gone through in the last five years. I don't know. I'm just like in a real Saraya, you know this, in a real like <laughs> exploratory space of like what's next for me. Um, 
not instead of cake, but in addition to cake. And so, yeah. And also like with our podcast ending this year too, I think that's part of it as well. Like, oh, I've been doing this for five whole seasons. Like that I think is a bit of a, another one of those things that's making me think like, oh, what's next for me then? Like without this Mm -hmm. level of creative outlet, like what, what else will I want instead? I don't know. I'm just thinking about a lot of things. So, um, yeah, but I, I think that I would like to report that I feel like in a very good place in a lot of aspects of life and excited for what is to come in it and excited in a way that's different than, than how I felt before. I don't know. I don't know. Things are just kind of good over here. Which I think is like so wonderful because it's all of like your locus of control. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that we have gotten to a point where we can figure out our, what we're gra- grateful for in the midst of so much pain and violence and despair, I think is just like survival Yeah, at its core too. Yeah. So I'm so pleased that you're thinking about like the season of your life, what you need, what you want next. Yeah. Because um, that, you know, you doing that and me hearing it helps me kind of consider like, oh, yeah. I don't have to be stuck in all the despair that I want to, (laughs) that I like to cling to so desperately because I do have control over some things still right now. You do. Um, And Soraya, you've been making moves. So can we (laughs) tell the people a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I am, you know, as Kat always likes to remind me, a Capricorn through and through. Mm -hmm. And so, but I don't, I don't know. Like the money thing is not, I don't know if people are into astrology like that, but like money seems to be a consistent goal and motivation for caps. I think mine is stability. Yep. Like I always wanted stability and money certainly affords that, but that's not like the be all end all Mm -hmm. for me. But um, because stability has been so precious to me for so long, like I was in the same job for seven years and I really did the most with it Mm -hmm. and enjoyed it quite a bit. And then all of a sudden this like position opened up and somebody encouraged me to apply for it. I was like, oh, I'll just do it for professional development. And then cue the tornado from Wizard of Oz. And all of a sudden (laughs) I have a new job (laughs) and I love it. I love it so much. I love how you just glossed over all of that. I just would like to, um, (laughs) we we don't need to tell everybody everything. We can. But I would just like to say that like not, it was not just one person being like, oh, Soraya, I think you should apply for this. It was like several people explicitly telling you, you were so well suited and so well positioned and had the right skills and like perspectives to do this new job like you were Mm -hmm. you were so what did someone say that you were like a highly sought after candidate I mean just like the the positive feedback you got throughout the whole experience I just want you to sit in for a little bit because like it is all so well earned so well deserved and like people were telling you how great you were and and you were listening to them Mm mm-hmm Thank you. Thank you for taking that time and making me listen to it. And like, I'll have to listen to it multiple times uh-huh. because I edit this. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Good. Wow. well played, Kat. Well played. played. Over again. <laughs> oh, no. But I think that's another part of like this whole therapy journey and like the anxiety events and everything like that. It's 
allowed me more breathing room to consider like not only the worst case scenario of everything, but the best case scenario. And so <sighs> leave, leaving my team was hard. Leaving my students was really hard, but it afforded these really beautiful conversations to understand like my impact in their lives, which I wouldn't have gotten elsewhere. And also just to think about like, what is best for me? Mm-hmm. Like what is going to allow me to like thrive in a way that I couldn't even foresee. And I'm I'm really getting that now. And it, it's <sighs> hard. I mean, shifting jobs is always discombobulating, I think. Um, but also, this is the first time in my whole life where I got to move from one position to another out of like abundance and excitement and not just like need or scarcity. Oh. And that is a game changer, yes. let me tell you. Yes. So um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's been so cool for me as your friend to like witness all of this because it, it it the whole time the whole time we've been doing matter of fat like it felt like a change was on the on the horizon like <laughs> on the distant horizon you know and yeah. it was just like kind of slow in your very like slow calculated methodical way kind of moving getting yourself to a place where you felt able to do that and it's just like really cool to see that happening yeah Um, and the work you've put in to make this possible for yourself yeah what I appreciate too is like it was really competitive and a lot of the people who went out for this position are really fabulous and would have done a fabulous job and it was cool to be able to uplift others and talk about it while we were going through the process so like from start to finish this really felt ethical and like aligned with my values and my hopes for how I want to engage in professional development with myself and others, especially women. And I don't know, all the way around, it's just been a really wonderful development. And um, I just feel really, really, really fortunate in the mix of like, again, how just disgusting... (laughs) obsessed pool of life is around like I feel mm-hmm. weird being so grateful for these things where I can like think about my mental health mm-hmm. and you know make decisions that work for me because I just I feel like the worst is always so like that hasn't changed the worst is still on the horizon but uh I can I can let it be there on the horizon and not take over the day-to-day life yes as often. And it's just, I don't think it serves us or anyone around us for us to just like, um, not find the opportunities, not find the possibilities, not find the joy in, Mm -hmm. in, you know, day to day, big or small or otherwise, you know, like because everything is wrong with the world, which it is and has been, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just like not taking away the opportunity for joy and, and some of these positive things, like it just, it's for what, you know, like it's not, it doesn't help anyone. Yeah. I think it's, it's not easy. It's comfortable for me to fall into that despair and like isolation because I think a lot of what's happening is meant to do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm not trying to say that, oh, you're not disciplined enough or you're not good enough to like not be depressed right now. Cause I, I'm still depressed, but, mm-hmm. um, but like I think about this podcast and the fact that we can have this conversation is because we have carved out this, this space. Oh yeah. Of- yeah communing and that's why we can talk so candidly about the good things and talk with others about 
you know, their stories, however beautiful or hard those are. And then still ask that question, like, what is bringing you joy? Yeah. So I'm just really like psyched that coming back into season five, there's so many gratitudes that we carry and also, you know, negatives certainly, but I just don't want to choose to focus on that right now. Right. So. And I think that like we, I I mean, I, what I, I see us both doing and what I want for my life is like a space to do both. You know, I don't yeah. think it's appropriate or fair um, or, or good for the world to not address the things that are wrong. But I think it's just mm-hmm. like not healthy for me anyway, to only, only like sit with those things. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Threa, what else besides the new job has been, I mean, like, my God, update the people since November. It's, I guess, you had a birthday too. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I did, I yeah, guess. Very long ago. Oh, I went to Palm Springs. Yes, that was did. my first trip since the pandemic started. And it was, okay, so that almost got waylaid by the COVID scare. By me nearly giving you COVID. <laughs> it was a really yeah. stressful couple weeks there. That's all right, though. It all worked out. And it was really, really beautiful. It was a family trip that had been put off for a few years. And I was still quite nervous flying and traveling. And I haven't done it since then. But it was really, really special to have that time and just be in a, in a different place for a little bit, um, especially in the bleak, bleak winter that we had. Yeah. Um and I did, however, get my first ever sinus infection. So that was fun. They're fucking rough. <laughs> and it went so long because I was like, oh, it's just a cold. It'll go away. Because <laughs> I had never had a sinus infection before. And now your girl has to take allergy meds every day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm welcome. I'm 2022. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, got that Costco pack. Uh, me too. It's, it's, yeah, great. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Uh, What else? Oh, I I mean, okay, so if we're talking about like seasons of life and things changing, Mm -hmm. I will be terming off the new Leaders Council board. After two years. Yeah. So I was a, I mean, you've heard it a lot. And also like Kat talked about NLC so many times before I even knew what it was. And I still didn't understand what it was (laughs) at any given point. So new leaders council is like a six month leadership Institute curriculum is built out for fellows. There are 50 chapters all over the country, all that good stuff. So I was a fellow with the twin cities chapter in 2020. Um, and then I've been on the selections, uh, chair position with the board for the last two years and we just graduated our 2022 fellows um and it was so fun to hear their capstones and just like be in community with such radical wonderful people who are like changing the world for the better and like getting to hang out with the board it's been really really fun and a lot of work in this last couple weeks and so shout out to them and it's sad to be transitioning away from that and also kind of exciting to think about who will step into that role and you know, how, what does that time mean for me? Like you were talking about creativity when the podcast is over. I'm curious, like, where do I want to put my leadership or do I want to really just like lean into my introverted lifestyle and, and like just be home yeah, with your <laughs> dog this pandemic, like, out. What? yeah I don't know I think it's just nice to find time to be yeah and just well I think what's so special is that like you will have more time and you get to decide you know and like you can mm-hmm. do a little homebody life for some months and then decide oh actually I do want to take this on but like right now how could you even conceptualize any of that because your time is so 
um, you, you don't have that open space to even make those considerations. Yeah, I guess that's one thing that I've been working on over the break and just like in the last year, which has been like stepping back from things because mm-hmm. I'm I'm team join. Like I'm team mm-hmm. like, oh, you need something done? I'll hop on. I'll do it. I'll, that's fine. There's no problem. And I think over the last year, I've really tried to like pare down what I'm doing when I'm doing it mm-hmm. because burnout, y'all, is real. And I'm really freaked out by how much I'm hearing about um, organizations and companies just expecting productivity to go up and like to be in person. And I don't know, it all just feels very untenable. I'm not experiencing that myself, but I'm very mindful of, you know, the long-term feeling of it all. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, One way that I have been able to like step away and really I don't know, enjoy being in nature so much more. I know last year on the podcast, I talked about how having my dog Bogart, like you're just outside. You just have to be outside. He's a city dog. We don't have a yard, so we go for walks. But I love this app called All Trails, which kind of gives you a heads up on different trails and gives you ideas of like the length and difficulty and terrain of it and so it's been really fun just exploring different paths around the twin cities and around the state um and just being outside more so i've enjoyed that quite a bit oh that's so cool Mm -hmm. um what else probably just happened yeah um i didn't really attend any events but i will say this is my first pride where i have been actively using and finding a profound sense of self um with uh, she, her, and they pronouns. Okay. So, yeah, that's been, it's been like a, what is it, a soft launch that we, like when you soft launch <laughs> someone onto your Instagram? I'm yeah. Sorry, that made me like we're in like it's a business funny. product like development yeah. situation. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's like when you soft launch, you know, a boo onto the gram or oh. something like that. I think you did that with oh, me, yeah. know, actually. Probably, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you just get their hands and an ice yeah. cream or gelato in the photo. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I started using it at work. Nobody talked about it except for other queer people, which was like really great and also like interesting. And I don't know. I've never I don't I don't know where it'll take me, but it's been really profound to try it out and feel set and settled in that. So it's so great. I love that for you. And so it's no longer soft launched. We are fully launched. She, they pronouns. I mean, it's been in all the signature lines, but like like nobody's reading that anyways. So like, (laughs) so yes, now it's full on. Now it's full on. (laughs) Um, And this therapy path has really put me on some big life changes. So there it is. Yeah. So anyways, I don't know. Things are happening. I'm, I'm making changes. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm just doing my dang best. So which okay mm-hmm. which is interesting though to think about how much things have changed for us because i want us to start talking about media but it's been a real <laughs> turn of events that i am like 21 books in to 2022 <laughs> I and you, I, you, ma'am. i finished a total of two books i have three, wow. I have three <laughs> other ones currently that i'm like working on um uh-huh. but i've only finished two books i read them both in january um and since then i've just been 
I've been busy. What were the books that you read? So as mentioned, I read How to Not Die Alone. How not to die alone. I died. Uh-huh. Okay. And then alone. the other book I read was called The Ark. And it was a, a like a modern romance. Um, and it was about like the premise was it was about this um, like special kind of dating agency and like a science and psychological philosophy that like found people and put them together um that's some black mirror nonsense yeah i don't right want there. i've only watched one episode of black mirror ever um so i don't know exactly but yes that vibe i think um it was this author's first novel and i got it as like an advanced listening copy and so then i listened to it and what was so cool was that like i dm'd her a question about it and she responded to me that's very and cool we just like had it back and forth about I, basically i was like was this like satirical or like meant to be real or like where how did you come at this like one thing that happened you know and she's like mm-hmm. oh well like kind of both or kind of either and here's how i see it and oh it was just very fun i um it was a pretty gripping book and it reminded me of like, what's that now? Or like, I made a comparison. It was like this book called in five years. It reminded me of like, a, mm. and then it also reminded me of the soulmate equation. And then it reminded me of something else. It was just very much like these three things all together. Um, hmm. It was real. It was a, it was a good ass book. Um, But yeah, sorry. <laughs> like the two books I've read all year. I feel like that's what you should, you should just like submit that to the author so she can put that on the book. It's a good it's ass, a good ass book. book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it is, it is June and it is the first book or you know, two, the first romance I read all year. Um, yeah, it was good. But yeah, it's so silly to me to just be like not reading hardly at all. And but Soraya, you've been reading a ton. Did you say 20 something books? 21 books. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I will say I love that you got an advanced listening company, but like if it hadn't been listening, it would have been an advanced reading copy. Yeah. And it's called the arc. I know. And it would have been an arc. That's very cute to me. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, 21 books. So some of them have been good. Some of them have just been like escapist things to listen to. Also, this year is the Fair. first year where I've been like, if I'm not into it, I'm letting it go. Yes. Like, and that I think has been honestly the reason why I haven't read more over the last few years or like my lifetime because I've been such a perfectionist that I'm like, well, if I started it, I have to finish it. It's like, mm, no, no, you, you don't. don't. No, you don't. <laughs> When you do, you count those toward your twenty-one, or do you not count no. them? Okay, nope, they don't count. Um, so I've probably started uh, many, many more than that, um, and I have a few still in in progress right now. Mm-hmm. But I, so I recently read Book Lovers by Emily Henry, yeah. which we talked with Kachina last. Was that last season? I think so. No, that was that was that was season three. That was when Beach Read was just coming out. Beach Read, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've been talking about Emily Henry for a long time. She's also done. This is her third book since then, right? Yeah, yeah. Er, She has three books total that have come out in pretty quick succession over the last two years. Yeah, yeah. And she's just—I just like the way she writes, like her language usage and the way she writes characters. She's good. Stop. She's good in the ways also, that you would love. Yes. Yeah. Book lovers is very meta. Um, 
it's just talking about books and anybody who likes to read books will pick up on the way that it's talked about. I didn't love this one more than any of her other ones. There's like a Gilmore Girls aspect to it of like this small quaint town, which yeah, I was big in Gilmore Girls, but I can't I can't hardly stand it these days. I don't yeah. know why. Um uh but it was good. Also, I will say the most like exciting part for me was when she so she did some really good world building where she referenced an author that was the main character in another one of her books. Oh, um, love it was that. just really well done. So I was into that. Um, I don't know. I've been into like witchy things and like mm-hmm. magic escapist things. Mm-hmm. So I don't even need to name any of those necessarily. But I will say you mentioned in five years and I read that on your recommendation you and quite well? liked it. Have we talked about it? I don't think we've talked about no, it. I think you suggested it because of food descriptions. That's, and that's actually why Ark reminded me of it. The Ark. Because oh. like, it's set in New York and the way food is described. And also the it's a little different in the Ark. But it's like you know – it's like it's a romance. So you kind of know they're going to be together but you don't know what's going to happen. Whereas in five years you don't know what's going to happen but you know something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you like it? I really liked in five years. Also, it just aligns with – some of the innovation work that I've been doing about just like scoping out five year different five year versions. Mm-hmm. Also, like multiverse stuff is very hot, very trending right now. Yeah, so it is. I thought that was interesting. There was another book I read at the same time, which was Midnight Library, which has been on everybody's favorite list for a long time. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that got me. Um, What's it about? Just because it was. Should like, I read it? Do you think I'd like it? I think I think you should, based on what you've shared today. So oh. it is fiction, but it is this woman kind of like going to this in between liminal limbo space Mm -hmm. where she gets to read other versions of her life and try them on you did tell me this oh Mm -hmm. that uh, time space continuum stuff kind of is rough for me and multiverse stuff feels adjacent to that Uh um but also i probably would like it it just would make me think you'd really like it (laughs) well it was very similar to in five years in some ways and so i thought if you like that, I think you I did. can do this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it wasn't as romantic based, but there's still like relationship arcs yeah. that make it engaging. Okay. So okay. Um, yeah, I it hit me at a time that I needed to hear it and really helped things. It's also kind of similar to I can't remember if this is the right title. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're really upset that I'm not getting it right. But Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think Pasoche really liked that one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did too. So it had a feeling of that too. Um, what else? Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I think Patsy Shea read that read that one. Also one of her faves, oh, too. So good. So well done. The narration for the audiobook, very, very good. Mm. Um, and then the two other books that I've just really found fabulous is Please Don't Sit on My Bed in Your Outside Clothes, <gasps> which you've talked about. Phoebe oh. Robinson. Any, ev- everything and anything that woman does, I just am so drawn to. God, I love her. Okay. You know what we did talk about? What? 
Your birthday. That that like our hangout for your birthday. Oh, yeah. We did a little book birthday moment. It was awesome. So the day that we celebrated Kat's birthday was Independent Bookstore Day. And I didn't realize that, but I was trying to think of like what would be fun to do for Kat's birthday. And I was thinking about all the cultural, quote unquote, cultural mm, activities yes. that we used to do back in the day. And one time we went to Phoebe Robinson's yeah. like talk yeah. at the – Oh, what was it? It was like the Minnesota Book Conference or whatever at, the, the, um, at the State, State Fair. Fair. Oh, my God. Soraya, also, sorry, this maybe I should say offline, but whatever, I'll say Ooh. it now. So, like, as Nino and I have come together, we've, like, discussed, like, oh, I went to this thing. I went to this thing. And they were <gasps> there. They were there. They were there. Thing. They were tabling for Button when we were there. Oh, we definitely uh-huh. walked past their table, uh-huh. dude. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Wow. It's actually, like, so – the, the year was, like, what, 2016? 17 I I think early 17 my hair was really short anyway it's just like so (laughs) weird to like put things together like like ships in the night you know what I mean like sliding doors my dude Yeah, but yes, Saraya yeah. and I often joke that like before we had the podcast, we would do like more like cultured activities together. Like we would, you're like you know, t- things that involve like media and culture. We saw Phoebe Robinson. We went to some other. We we saw Roxanne Gay, Kondabolu, yeah. who's also mm-hmm. going to be back here again at the Cedar. Did you see ads for that? No, I don't know if I, I don't wanted... know if I'm ready for that. Same. <laughs> we were packed in there so tight. I don't think I would be comfortable with that yet. Yeah, but anyway, we saw Hassan Minaj. Yes, we did. That was that was a little that bit was a old. lot. Yeah, that was like our first. Well, yeah, I think for both of us, our first like big thing. Uh huh. It was shortly after we were v- boosted, so that was nice. Ugh, yeah, those little brief glimpses where you think things are safe are really something. Okay, so Soraya, you used all of this like our shared history <laughs> to suggest a birthday outing that included Independent Bookstore Day. Yeah, and so I was looking at uh, okay, do we know how it's Majors and Quinn? I've always called it Majors and Quinn, whatever it's called. <gasps> I don't know. I was looking at them because that's where we saw Roxanne Gay speak, mm-hmm. and then it turns out it's Independent Bookstore Day. So we hit up all these fabulous bookstores. We went to. Birch Bark. We went to, um, oh, I can't even, Moon Palace and then Majors and Quinn. Did we go to another one? I feel like that's a lot. I feel like we did. I don't know. It was fun. Everywhere we went, I feel like Kat knew everybody and that was cute. Yeah. Um, just know people. Mm-hmm. And then you made me nachos after. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> um, you started a real nacho kick. I've been eating so many nachos since then. <laughs> oh, wait. You didn't tell the people what else I put you on to. <laughs> okay. I like how put you on to. These are all things that have existed for a long time. Okay. So, like, if you are... If you're from this area, you know punch pizza is a thing. I knew punch pizza was a thing. I drove past the various locations on a regular basis, but I had never gone to one. One day, Soraya and I are together. I forgot what this even was. We're like, we'll get dinner, and we were headed someplace, and then, and like, a quick change of plans, you were like, let's get punch. And I was like, okay, great, because I had never been. It is I got Hmm. very excited yeah, like you, I just you dig it because really I forget about it but I always enjoy it so, so I was like wait I, I distinctly remember I was driving yep. and I look at Kat I'm like can we go to punch and she was like yeah and I went eee! yeah and mm-hmm. I made that awful noise I loved it and then I didn't realize you had never gone before no. though and then the thing is quickly after that Kat has gone more times than I have. 
total in your life. And I've known about it for decades. <laughs> <laughs> I think it I went more. like eight times in three months or something. Just oh my like God. it's so good. It's so it's good. good. I just yeah, it's so good. So um yeah, but you also put me onto that recently too. I'm just I think it's a I I don't know. I attribute it to like a Taurus thing. It's probably other things. Maybe it's just like how we are as humans. But for me. Um, I really go in kicks where I just like want the same thing. Like, you know, right now it's nachos and punch pizza, honestly. Um, and maybe next year I won't really care for these things as much, but right now, like I cannot get enough of them. We'll never know. We won't have a podcast to tell the people. So (laughs) thank goodness your Instagram is robust. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. I'll wrap it up. The other book I will say. So, Oh, one thing I want to say, the, the essay from Phoebe, robinson about like self-care i thought was so beautifully done she does a good job with most things but that's the one that really stood out to me and then the other book that really 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 got me was you'll never believe what happened to Lacey," which is a book by amber ruffin yes and the audiobook is both of them which is super engaging and also like every person should just listen to that or like if you if you know like you know a, a, a white lady who you think would be amenable to it it's a well curated balance of absolute nonsense because racism is nonsense and then like two people who do a good job of explaining that um uh yeah so i love that book i think everybody should listen to it who cares to know more about that or like just really like Amber Ruffin because Amber Ruffin is incredibly funny. Yes, she um, really is. That's been on my list. I gotta, I gotta get to that <laughs> this year. It's a good time. I'm just like still astounded about how they were able to break down such seemingly complex and nuanced topics just like really, really well. I think mm. that's always something I'm engaged with mm-hmm. um, when I read. So that's really yeah. cool. Really cool. <sighs> Those are some of the books I read. Okay, what about? I need you to tell what you tell everyone what you wrote in our notes for the TV <laughs> that you've been watching. <laughs> this verbatim, okay. please. This TV dash bullshit, bullshit, and more bullshit, and the equalizer. Honey <laughs> 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 so, has a list of things. You might be familiar with Queen Latifah's hit show the equalizer on cbs i watched on paramount plus i think there's only been two seasons it's really good and what i love about it is that it is in principle a cop show but she's not a cop she's the person you call when you can't call the cops and also she's just like this fat stylish woman and it's just like the cast is very heavily bipoc folks mostly black folks um whiteness is not centered in the way it is in a lot of these cop shows and yeah i just freaking love it it's so good yeah and then also just like a lot of bullshit i'm trying to think of other good things i watched like the second season of the flight attendant i didn't like it as much as the first but it was Mm. still good i'm halfway through station 11 i'll get to the end soon um it's incredibly captivating but also kind of slow moving in the beginning um i don't know what else but yeah you know me just like a lot of in the background shows um friends oh yeah well we started you know likes friends and so i started watching friends again it's nice it's popular it's it's an easy background show i prefer it to bob's burgers that is also an in the background show that we've been watching as well I'm coming I around went to, to Bob's. a live Bob's Burgers thing back in the day. What? So like to do tell. Yeah. So at the Ordway, I think it was no, the Orpheum, which is in Minneapolis. It was at the Orpheum. And um 
yeah, the actors and the creator. Like a live Bob's reading? Were there. Yeah, so they did a bit of a live reading and then they showed a clip from like a, a mocked out episode that hadn't been released yet. Oh, cool. And then they also did their own stand-up for a bit as well. So, also cool. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. They're really, really talented. Um, I used to love Bob's Burgers. I haven't watched it in quite a while, but just funny funny stuff yeah but, okay. it's cute it is silly and funny you um, did see the movie i did and that's why i started watching it because we went to go see the movie and i was like well before i see the movie i should like watch a little bit of the show you know what other movies have you seen why you want me to tell people the bad well, movies i have one <laughs> oh, and that's yours pretty is pretty bad, bad. So. um so actually mine rivals yours a little bit um <laughs> recently i had a bad day and was like i just need to be in a movie theater eating two buckets of popcorn with my phone off so i went <laughs> to go see a matinee of downton abbey the next generation <laughs> this is breaking news i had no idea I are you I a didn't. downton girl <laughs> do no. you know downton no. like that no the best part was i've never seen an episode in my whole oh life oh my god <laughs> i didn't know who anyone was and then i don't think it's a spoiler but there's a death at the end and like the whole audience full of like older folks was just in tears and i was like i don't know who this lady is <laughs> <laughs> was it maggie smith no no I mean, I, 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 I did know who she was like in relationship to the family, but like the, you know, it had less meaning for me because I hadn't watched the show for years, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was just silly. It was fine or whatever. But yeah, I saw that recently. That's um, amazing. But yeah, Sarah, what have you seen recently in the movie theater at the good old Imagine? Oh my gosh. Okay. I have a side, side story yeah? for you quickly though. Um, so there is a person, a friend of mine, Kyle, who loves Frasier. In fact, when you mentioned the episode or like we released info about Frasier on socials, he commented saying, I cannot wait. To I saw that come something. through. It's lazy creativity, Kyle, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I He's like this one. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called Lazy Creativity. Yeah. He loves Downton Abbey. And so you and Kyle are two for two on taste no, right now. No, I, I, I love this for you. I just would like to clarify. After, no, you love hey, Downton Abbey. No, 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 no. no. The, movie, I, the movie was like a lovely couple hours to eat my popcorn in a cold theater. But I would not watch the show. It was, Why not? It's not quite me. No. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what is quite me? Top Gun. I... <laughs> I've seen so few movies in the movie theater. Like, it's not even... I think that's the first one I've seen this this year, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and I saw it with my dad for Father's Day. And it was, you know, engaging. It was very entertaining. Plot holes galore. Like, it just... <laughs> I the the beach football scene was great though. Very into that. So um, I know not of what you are. Ta- you have you've seen on social media the photo of like Miles Teller dancing. I don't know who that shirtless. is. Cat. I'm sorry. We can you show me later. I don't even know how to help you. That's no, fine. like did you see Whiplash? No. Did you see the Divergent series? No, this, and this, y'all, is matter of fact considers. Soraya being like, you know this person from this thing, from this thing? No, no, no. Okay, go <laughs> on Wikipedia. Ten ways and we'll <laughs> never get there. Um, that's fine. That's okay. Uh, in any case, he's like the hottie 
He's and he's he's like doing a beach volleyball moment. Cool. Well, yeah, because in the original, did you see the original Top Gun? Actually, no, I haven't seen that either. Okay, but you know that there's like a really like homoerotic volleyball scene in it. No, but I feel like I need to watch it now. I think you should. Um. Yeah. In any case, like, like, kind of recreated that, <laughs> uh, with like a beach football scene, which is Cute. really lovely. Cute. And very into it. Um. So yeah, that's the movie I saw. But TV wise, I I don't know. I've been like, I feel like I've been in kind of a slump, but mm-hmm. I'm still consuming a good amount. So I just watched and finished the summer. I turned pretty which just released on Prime Video. Were you just telling me about this one? Yeah, it's the same person who wrote, I think her name is Jenny Han, who wrote To All the Boys I Loved Before. Mm -hmm. And so this is, you know, a fun teen romance that takes place on a wealthy coastal city. Mm -hmm. It's very into the TikTok trend of like coastal grandma aesthetic, which... I argue is just like Minnetonka mom aesthetic. <laughs> like all the people who are like, I want to go to the Hamptons or I'm going to be on the islands. It's like, that's just around Lake Minnetonka. That is Wyzetta. That is Excelsior. Like, th- I know these are hyper local Minnesota things, but it's all about that money and like that feeling old money yeah. on the lake yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the Outer Banks. Okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> the Pogues and the... I can't even remember what they are. The Kooks. The Kooks. Oh. Um, no. But uh, so I just watched that. And it was just like really beautiful. And all the people were nice and attractive. And that was fine. So it was a nice like escapist thing. Um, the other thing that I'm very psyched about is Miss Marvel. What's that? Um, it's on... I mean, it's on Disney. And it is a retelling of the comics... But it features the main character, Kamala Khan. And it's just they're doing such a good job at telling this really wonderful story. And also, like, I don't remember if I told this to you or even the podcast last year, but the first week of the pandemic, like that first was like, we're going to be locked down for a week. Mm -hmm. I decided to watch all the Marvel movies that were out. Like I got the Disney plus trial. Uh (laughs) I was like, I only got a week. Let's do this. (laughs) I watched way too much, but I've been able to like track along with the Marvel universe pretty well since then. So shout out to friends at the pod who lent me their Disney login oh Um, okay but this is an ongoing series it's very good it's very well done um yeah so i'm excited to see where that goes well folks can expect more fat media wrecks to be happening as our season continues because that is just something we get really wrapped up in (laughs) well i don't even know that anything i talked about has fat people in it so there's that also we did an entire matter of fact consider series and no one was fat so (laughs) Uh, but we're fat Wait. and we're talking about it. Garcia. Okay, that's true. <laughs> Villains. Murderers. <laughs> also that. Kidnappers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> various side characters. Oh, actually, this is a correction I meant to give that I didn't give. On oh, our Frasier episode, yes. I forgot to mention the lawyer. I want to say Ronnie. That's not his name. Donnie. Oh, my God. Donnie. <laughs> I forgot to mention Donnie, who is fat. And they do, like, make fun of him in some ways um but he's also like very like a a really great guy and also like really good at his job so 
I don't know. But yeah, that was a fat Fraser character I forgot to mention. And it like hit me after we recorded. Like, oh my God, how could I forget Donnie? Well, it's the last, it's the lost Shit's Creek episode. That yeah, you we had that aha. Uh-huh, and then we never, yeah, so I guess that's a little bit of inside scoop. We had a sixth matter of fact considers. We talked about Shit's Creek, but it didn't turn out. The recording was off, right? It was bad. It was, it was bad. Crackly. Yep. And unusable. And we didn't have enough. It's a real mystery. Yep. We just, we did not redo it for you. That is one that will just oh, live on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Zencaster <laughs> will live in my, yeah, in, in my uh, computer yeah, in until I computer. need to more yep. space. Um, more like okay. It. But I'm glad we talked about fat things for a second. Let's actually talk about fat dish. Fat things, fat dish. I just would like to, uh, Note that we predicted the future. Surprise, surprise. You, you predict the yeah, future. Yeah, I, I, we don't need to go into it too much because um, I already recognize this episode's getting, whew, our first fat dish is really. Surprise. Uh, surpri- we talked We're more back. about ourselves than we thought we would. Oh, we do it every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so one of the things we mentioned, I think maybe in a dirt and discourse or perhaps in a fat dish last season was how Old Navy was really jumping on this like bandwagon of size inclusivity and old navy by the way has had plus sizes for a really long time um and has had some of them available in store but not with regularity and the main thing was like things that you could find in a size medium you couldn't find all of those things in plus sizes but they were really bold and said hold up we are gonna now totally change how we're doing things for only the women's clothing um and they decided that they were going to um like make things more uniform so anything that was available in non-plus sizes would be also available in plus size and the prices would be the same and they would have all of those plus size options well all of the options in all sizes in store um and it was a lot of really bold claims that really did seem aligned with what people were wanting and needing um But they just kind of fumbled and they didn't launch it very well. And what happened was, um, you know, whereas on the website, it was great. If you want things, you can find them. They'll be in your size. The price is the same in plus size as in non plus size. But the stores were just a mess and there wasn't a lot available. And they really over promised and under delivered Um, and then did the thing where they were like oh sorry we thought this would sell more because you said you wanted it um it's your fault fat people so we're just Uh not going to have this in store anymore i'm sorry this lasted six months like you gotta i mean i have a lot of thoughts on how like these companies need to be engaging with a plus size consumer and it i think they just need to have more time more care concern consideration etc but i'm really Uh Mm-hmm. Hire her. Yeah. Oh, hire I would, her, people. I would love that. I would you love that. As your consultant. That would be, I honestly think I'd be very well suited for that kind of work. Um, and I would love to do it. But I just, I, I really reject this narrative of like, oh, it's your fault, fat people, for not buying this after yeah. we tried so um it made such a lackluster effort for you but anyway mm-hmm. so it's not all lost like i said like you can go on the website right now and find things in a 4x and their 4x by the way is a 2830 which is a you know 
in some places, um, a size 30 would be considered a 5X. So we could say that their size range is one of the roomiest out or one of the, the widest out there. Um, but just the way that that shows up in store did not happen. So that's something I wanted to dish about. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to an Old Navy, Soraya? Do you ever go to Old Navy? I mean, yeah, I grew up performing suites, baby. Oh, wow, sorry. Um, <laughs> really forgot about that one. No, I don't even think. I think the performance fleece I had was a Target one, actually. Yeah, okay. Now that I think Corona. about it. But, but uh, I will say no. There's <laughs> 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 a lot of me and I to say no. But I just haven't. The most clothing I've bought has been from Universal Standard, actually. Yeah. Just because, like, that stuff will last you and it's good quality. And their sales, you can do pretty okay on their sales. But yeah, I just, I think with Old Navy, as you were talking about it, it's like, that's not in my rotation because it hasn't suited me before. So like, what is going to make me go in and like do it now and you only give me a six month window when I'm not used to shopping like that anyway. So, and I am a bit Hmm. more of an Old Navy shopper. Um, There are some things like I really like their long line sports or comfy bras. I really like their tank tops. Um, I recently started buying kid clothes there for my goddaughter and that's really fun. Um, So I am more primed to be an old Navy shopper. And I think for that reason, I was really on the lookout, but like, I just, I knew it was going to fail before it began. And I don't, didn't mean, I don't mean to like put that out there like that, but like, it just was not, it, they just overpromised, you know? I wonder if they think it failed. Cause I don't think they do. I think they got what they wanted out of it, which was a big splash. A lot of people mm-hmm. talking about it and like the people who are paying close attention, I don't know are their demographic or who they're trying to get like interested in what they're doing. I have, I guess, two thoughts around that. The first is that you're right in a lot of ways, especially because it comes back to the issues that are constantly showing up with plus sizing and like the lack of larger plus size options, which is just that like the people impacted by it is a smaller group of the folks wearing larger plus sizes and to Mm -hmm. everyone else, it just looks like so awesome. So wonderful. And to this like smaller group of folks to be like, no, they're lying to us. Like they're not doing it. You know, it's like, it's, it's on them to have to Mm -hmm. push back. It's just so flawed. But I will also say I read a piece that I thought was pretty compelling and this CEO or someone, you know, and higher up at Old Navy was or like it's Gap Inc., right? That's Old Navy's part of was quoted as saying um, that like an, an admission of like doing too much too quickly or something like that. So mm-hmm. it was there was some like a language around that. But then in the same in the same like statement, they mentioned like, yeah, plus size shoppers just really didn't like show up like we thought they would with the subtext of being like, it's your fault, y'all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, so that's a little fat fashion dish. I think another dishable thing is that Lizzo's line Yitty came out. It did. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I was really excited when things started to drop on social. And then when I realized it was part of Fabletics, I was like, mm, I don't Same. care. Yeah. I really held my, um, I, whereas like with Old Navy, I was really happy to like, you know, wish them ill because I knew it wasn't going to work out. With Lizzo, I really held my tongue. I was really waiting. I really wanted to be proven wrong. And 
where whereas the size chart does go beyond the standard fabletic size chart it the size chart goes like the largest size that Yiddy offers is a size 26 28 which um for most places will be qualified as a 4xl uh, yeah but Yiddy calls that a 6xl so then hmm. in all of their language they're saying they go up to a 6xl um which which they don't they go up to a 4xl which it's like 4xl is still something so like name that but again it speaks to the issue that i mentioned about like no one really notices this besides the people who wear a 6xl or wear a 5xl and and you know it looks like they have something for them and they don't and that's just that's just too bad and i hope lizzo's making so much money and also fabletics needs to do better and yeah i just like want better for for exciting drops like that. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I, I imagine she's doing, I hope she's doing well. She's doing a good job of cross promoting with a lot of stuff, but um, I don't know. I just don't want to join Fabletics and that seems to be the only way to get stuff at a cost effective rate. Mm. Yeah, that is true. There is, I, I wonder if, cause there is a Fabletics store at the Mall of America and I, oh. and I wonder if you can like get, if they, I imagine they have like stuff on sale or whatever there and you could probably get things at a better rate even if you don't join but if you're purchasing virtually it you have to join um their subscription in order to get the good deals you're right interesting yeah interesting do I you will... think they'd even have size selections though they do in, well, they in do store. or did have some i've known um a couple folks who have went there and tried stuff on and okay. had and i don't think everything was available for them but i think there were things that were available for them um yeah, but again, like it's been out for a while, so I don't know if there's like this the same buzz around it and thus like the availability in store. But it'd be, I mean, if you happen to be at the Mall of America, which I know you aren't ever, <laughs> it'd be worth <laughs> popping in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I will say I did watch the carpool karaoke with um previous was it a fat no dirt and discourse where we talked about James Corden. Yes. Um, but Lizzo's on it and she's got a lot of yitty stuff Cute. going on. I mean she actually has James wear this like puff yitty crop jacket at one point. Honestly, <laughs> I love that. And yeah. I, and I do think the yitty style is not my style, but I think it's cool looking stuff. I mean, there's also stuff to be discussed about like shapewear. Ugh, how do we feel about that? That's I don't we don't I don't care to go there now. Um but like there are parts about this that I really like and I think it's very cool and special for Lizzo. It's just like it's always the size stuff I come back to. It just feels like we're lying and I don't appreciate that. I keep coming back to the fact that it's through Fabletics, which I think is like probably a safe business venture mm-hmm. that she's not creating her own brand, having to do all that infrastructure building. And also I would way rather support it if it was just Lizzo. Yeah, but also Fabletics. you might notice that she does not talk about it like that at all. Like her language yeah. doesn't reference reference Fabletics ever. It's yeah. all like I went to the Yiddy store. Nah, you went to the Fabletic store that had the Yiddy section in it. You know, yeah. It's just the way it's being talked about. So she I calls wa- it like major label stuff yeah, for so, Yiddy, but it's still yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if like people are even as aware of that as we are. You know. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, my dude, we've been chatting for a minute. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, okay. There's some fat things people had requested us to speak on that I think we just got to save for other fat dishes. Um, But one thing that is a little bit relevant as we're into the summer months, I wanted to mention that My Shop Cake Plus Size Resale is doing some fat beach days. We are doing one fat beach day each month of the summer. So the July and August 
ones are still coming up when you, you know, are taking in this episode, hopefully. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and so I'll, I'll link the info to those, but they're on Sunday afternoons at Lake Nokomis Main Beach, which is the closest to my shop. Um, and they've just been fun. And Soraya, I'm hoping to get you out to one. Heck yeah, yes, dude. Yes, yes. Wonderful. The other so, one was on Father's Day. Yes, it so was. was well, I had to make the choice of doing one on Father's Day or Pride Sunday. And it was like, oh, oh, yeah. well, I guess we're going to do Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so, Makes sense. So, yeah, I think um, the other, I should know it's July 31st, I believe, and then August 21st. And so I'll share a link to those and... Um, would love to see some of y'all there. I know many people who listen to Matter of Fat also pay attention to cake stuff, um, but wanted to give that reminder. Because remember, Soraya, like back in our earlier, when b- before the pandemic, pre-pan, when we were still in the studio doing Matter of Fat, we would often talk about like fat events and things. Um, and it's just yeah. been so long since we've been able to do that. So this Community is events. a fat event. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm absolutely yeah also this is so unrelated but this is where my brain is at when you said pre-pan i was just thinking of pre-bread so that's where i'm at right now i love that that's where i mean the pre-bread i don't ever (laughs) want to be pre or post bread anyways i'm bread i love bread okay (laughs) (laughs) so before we wrap up this fat dish episode we'd like to introduce a new I guess kind of segment if you will um, that we'd like to infuse into these episodes moving forward this season which is a little check-in or you know affirmation or words from a previous guest on our podcast yeah it's just a part of us being intentional with this being the final season and realizing that so many people resonate with the stories from our previous guests so I don't know. It's fun to revisit and see where they're at or where their heart and mind is in regards to this project. And the one we're going to share today feels really special because it's from Kim Juline, who was the most recent interview, actually. She was our last interview of season four. Uh, And you all might remember that Kim talked so much about like fat community life here in the Twin Cities in the early 2000s. And it was just like so cool to hear about. Yeah. So Kim shared a favorite quote from Anne Lamott that says, oh, my God, what if you wake up someday and you're 65 or 75 and you never got your memoir or novel written or you didn't go swimming in warm pools and oceans all those years because your thighs were jiggly and you had a nice, big, comfortable tummy or you were just so strung out on perfection perfectionism and people pleasing that you forgot to have a big juicy creative life of imagination and radical silliness and staring off into space like when you were a kid it's going to break your heart don't let this happen oh love that kim shared that with us to share with y'all you've made it to the end of our very last first like episode of a fat dish. Oh Does my that gosh. Make sense? Does that it's, make sense? It's our first last. Uh, wait, it's, it's our, our first last. last. First. Uh, it's whatever it is. But we it did is, it. Wow. We did it. And it, I don't know. It, even though we've had a few episodes already, this really makes like the beginning of the end feel a little more real. Yeah. So real. And yet, you know, some things are always the same. Like for instance, you can visit our website, www.matteroffatpod.com to find show notes, transcripts, info, access to older episodes, 
like a link to that fat cash via mm-hmm. Venmo. And uh, thank you to the people who have provided support already and got early access to our Matter of Fact Considers silly, goofy TV episodes that helped us kick off season five. Yeah. To that end, we got some shout outs. Okay. So big shout outs to Harry, Ashley, and Kristen for their fat cash contributions. And to some folks who have left us Apple podcast reviews, including Sophie Warwick, whose name you've heard before, one of our previous Matter of Fat assistants. Um, Also a review from P.S. Darling. Thank you. Thank you. And from Claire Byerly. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Woo-hoo, Claire. Uh, thank you, Claire. Uh, we love all of y'all. We so appreciate you. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And if you'd like to stay up to date and keep the love going, like you are more than welcome to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you catch Matter of Fat. Yes. Um, and you know, for someone who is just doing her dang best, I think I think we did okay. Honestly, and yeah. it feels so good to be back at it with you, Kat. Oh, so good. Um, Yeah. Until next time, when we're back with another episode of Matter Matter of Fact. Matter of Fact.